Hi, and welcome along to episode four of our podcast, Recruitment and Beyond. I'm Ewan Anderson. I'm Natalie O'Hare. And today we're going to tackle the challenging subject of flexible working. So Natalie, today we're talking about flexible working. So I guess let's start with maybe the, the law, the actual law. Let's, let's work it where we are now, because I know that they changed the law at the end of 2022, didn't they? So where are we now with flexible working? Flexible working has moved on as ever um, and lots of further changes to come um, which we will, we will touch on. Yeah. Um, in terms of flexible working where we are now it's it's a right, it's not a right, it's a request. Okay. Okay. Um, some people might think it's the right but it's a request that would come from the employee okay. with a length of service attached to that as well. Right. So an employer would have to take that request, do some kinds of process and then give an outcome in terms of is it acceptable or is it not and there are seven legal reasons as to declining a flexible working request. Oh, is it? So can they ask for that on day one? They can ask to have flexible working on day moment, one? Not at the moment, right, okay. pending changes would say that they can ask from day one. Right. There is no length of service. So, for example, a, a position might be um, advertised uh-huh. and someone applies for it and then they go through the induction and then day four they say, I would quite like to work three days a week right. and would quite like to work four days a week okay. and then a business might be like oh no we've, we've, we've put this out as, as a full-time requirement and yeah. where do we go from here so. and there will be two requests per year now rather than just having one at the moment two requests in 12 months so the company needs to take that on board and they need to give a, a, a valid reason why they they are accepting it or they're not i suppose is that right yeah some kind of business reason whether that's maybe a demand on customers right. or there would be additional costings etc there are seven prescribed um, reasons for declining okay so where are we now in terms of the actual like making it work i suppose you know i mean flexible working came in obviously because of covid um and now i think a lot of people obviously they almost uh, misunderstand what flexible working means. It's not a case of working from home or not, is it? It's, it's, it's broader than that now, isn't it? It's working from home, it's compressed hours, right. it's location, it's change of hours, mm. it's number of days worked, wow. it's a whole variety, shift patterns, rotas, compressed hours, um, the lot. And I guess some businesses have found their way, mm-hmm. but some are still... Although maybe how, how far are we away from the pandemic? We're still where they've maybe they're still trying to find what works best for the business as well. And is it that I mean, how do you how do you find that solution? I suppose is it a case that it's not a case that it's going to work for everybody, is it? You've got to try and find that individual solution for for. Yeah, for each of your members of staff, is that right? Absolutely, it's very individual. Uh, for example, an employee might be happy with the Monday to Friday 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. They yeah, quite like that structure, like that. Yeah. they like that. They do not like the having a two-hour lunch break or <laughs> compressing their hours into four days, yeah. etc. Um, they maybe need the structure. Mm-hmm. Other people are craving for that increased lunch hour mm-hmm. so that they can go away and maybe walk their dog mm-hmm. or do exercise, get a shower and then come back. Um, but at the moment, work needs to be... Work is what you do. Oh. Work is no longer the location. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, like work, yeah. Work is what you do, whether that is working flexibly in a coffee shop, mm-hmm. whether that is working at home, whether that is working in an office, whether that is working while travelling. Right. Work now is what you do in the output, mm-hmm. rather than the location and where you are. So do you think some employers are struggling with that? Is that, like you said, it's not work isn't where you are, it's what you do. Um, is that a real, have you finding that as a bit of a battle for some, for some employers, just to, just to grasp that concept? 
Absolutely, because it's all so different for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so it's we've got to think about customers and client demand. We've got to also think about maximising productivity. So we need to think about actually looking on an individual basis or do we just say three days a week in the office, two days from home for everyone or do we go a step further and we tailor that? But all of that throws up issues. It does, doesn't it? I suppose if you say, right, everybody's three days and two days, what about productivity for some people who really can't do that with childcare or don't want to do that or don't want to, don't do that. Want to work want from to home want days. to be in the office full yeah. time or those yeah. that want to be at home full time so it's very much on an individual basis but how does how does a business owner navigate through all of that mm-hmm. and is that I mean are you guys helping a lot of companies with that just to understand how to navigate I mean how how do you, how do you yeah, work that out? Yeah, absolutely. And then we throw into, we want to, we'll, we'll get flexible working right and then we want to move to the four-day working week, for example. Right. So yeah. how do we help? So it's looking um, and working with business owners to find out what are the issues, what are the demands and how do we fit pieces of the jigsaw, but also on an, on an individual basis in terms of what floats their boat, what floats their boat, what, what do they need, what do they, and, and fitting all the jigsaw without impacting customers or clients. Yeah. I suppose that's the thing you've always got to keep in mind is that ultimately you're doing your job to, to provide a service or provide a product or whatever it is, so it has to, has to have the end product, doesn't it? Absolutely, but happy employees are your best employees, well, so yeah. whether that's, and we're in a very bizarre time of maybe the business is not able to give pay rises or bonuses, yeah, okay. but actually when people are looking, certainly as well, applying for jobs, they'll look at as flexible working an opportunity and that may be, that may pay more than any other benefit or any salary increase as well. So that, that kind of, you've touched on this anyway, but that takes us on to what, what are the benefits of this? I mean, obviously we've gone from a scenario where everybody's sitting in the office on a regular basis to, to this now. Productivity is obviously key, but what are the other benefits? Why are companies saying, look, this is going to work for us? People are very much, maybe during COVID times, they assess their life mm. and their personal time is much more protected than ever. Okay. Yeah. So actually, you're going to have mentally stimulated employees if they can maybe take that two hours off in the afternoon. That's maybe good for them to go and take their dog a walk. Mm-hmm. We'll get away from burnout as well in a lot of organisations yeah. as well. Okay. And it's just having that option of getting up and is today an office day? Is it a homeworking day? Can I log off because of childcare issues or those moments of child school activities? Can we make sure that we're being a parent and a good worker as well and maybe get out to that, but then I'll just log on at night time and that suits. So it's all about employee engagement and keeping everybody happy, but also having meeting the business needs as well. So you're going to have profitability is going to be better, employee engagement is going to be better, Mm -hmm. um, and it's just going that step further. Okay. So, playing devil's advocate, what is the, what's the other side? What are the companies that are saying to you, look, flexible working is just not going to work for us? What are they saying? What's the, what's the, the cross in the other side of that? Yeah, if I, if I don't see you, you're not working. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We're still. You, if I can't work. see you, then you're not, you're not working. Yeah. So I guess your whole communication has, strategy has to be looked at. How okay. are you keeping in touch? Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you have someone physically in the office, are they burnt out? Mm-hmm. Are they mentally okay? Yep. You can't really see that at home, maybe. You cannot see that if you're not working the same shift pattern okay. with them. Okay. Um, so your duty of care. Yeah. Is someone logging on at three in the morning? Do you know that? Mm-hmm. Where if you're in an office or you have prescribed start and finish times, you can see that. Mm-hmm. But I guess... 
there has to be and it's okay get the controls in place so that we can see who's logging on at what time okay. we can make sure productivity has been done there is the fear of flexible working mm -hmm. it's out of my control I don't have the same control as a business owner but actually if you recruit the right people and you trust them they'll flourish in that environment and that's the thing isn't it trust I think this is we, we talked about this before but is that the issue here it's not necessarily whether flexible working will work or not it's whether you trust your employees and have you got the right team in place you know, to work, to, to deliver on that. Yeah, that absolutely. The and they maybe have bitten in the past with people that have maybe taken yeah. the mickey out <laughs> of things or yeah. have had um, productivity or disciplines have been impacted mm. by those working flexibly. It's the whole, it's similar to the whole dress down day. Some businesses don't like dress <laughs> yeah. down because they yeah. feel a change of clothes is a change of mindset dynamics almost, and yeah. mindset. And actually, do we get the most out of people? But we, we look at the countries that, dress down days as normal we look at business dress now again that's changed mm -hmm. um so it's it's trusting that you have the right team okay yeah yeah and i suppose are, are there companies now that are really getting this right i mean it's we've been in this now for a couple of years yeah. and i've chatted to a few people and they said you know i just i'm not sure we're quite getting it right is there do you think we are or do you think we've got a long way to go to get this right to get this optimal working scenario where everybody feels comfortable We've still got away, I think. Yeah. We're getting there, but it's, it's not just we turn the switch on for flexible working and then we turn it off again. It's, it's off. a complete, we need to keep reviewing this. By every lever and every starter that comes on, then how do they fit into the jigsaw? Yeah. And how do we make sure that we're not impacting our customers and clients as well? So, and then what, what is the next thing? Where do we go from here? So it's not, for me, it's, it's about, it's a slow trickle. And it's okay. making sure that we stay on the route mm -hmm. and we stay on the train. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't just start and finish. We just keep adapting. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, I suppose, that was my next question is, like, what's, what's next? Like, where do we go next with this? You know, obviously, the, the, you mentioned the, the changes in the law and so on, and these things are going to keep coming. And as we adapt and we change and we develop, these things will ultimately change again so what's what do you think's next what's coming next with flexible working oh yeah so what work is what you do not the location but work will also now be when you do it right so will there be cold hours will those hours go on yeah. and i mean that might work for some businesses it might not be so yeah. great but actually some creative people they are best placed to work at 11 o'clock at night for example mm -hmm. till three mm -hmm. in the morning now we also have a duty of care and that's really important so that worries um that worries us as well but thinking about work location hours mm -hmm. the next thing that will come will be about the working hours the nine to five we've, we've dropped the office but we're yeah. now looking at the hours that people work but actually think of the benefits that we can get imagine every employee in your business was working at their peak time yeah yeah I suppose that's the, well, I said scary there, but maybe it's not scary. Maybe it is just a case of trusting your employees and accepting that, as you say, a creative maybe works best at 11 o'clock at night, knowing that they've had a couple hours at lunch to go and do their run or whatever it might be. So it's, it's finding that. But I know for some employers that will be a, that's Massive a big step, case. isn't it? To say, I mean, what do you do legally with contracts if you don't have set hours how do you how do you manage Absolutely. that Absolutely. how do we make sure that people are not exceeding um, in terms of working hours how are we making sure that people aren't burning out how are yeah. we making sure that we've got enough hours between shifts all of the legal responsibilities that we have so there has to be massive controls in the background yeah. to make sure that we can still keep an eye on employees and making sure what hours they are actually doing mm -hmm. and that duty of care that was an interesting point you touched on there 
where does that, I mean, that must be a bit of a minefield because somebody's working at three in the morning because that just works with their, their schedule. But then uh, how do you know if that's working effectively or if that is um, their poor productivity and they're actually just stressed out and they continue to work at three because I need to finish that project. How do, we, how do we find that balance? Yeah, and that's not flexible working, isn't it? No. Because <laughs> they've had their flexible working maybe throughout their day, but they're, they're logging on in the evening to, to catch up with it. It's all about knowing your team. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah making sure that yeah. they can come and say, listen, I'm really burnt out. I've had so much on this. The now I'm, I was up to three o'clock in the morning, right, we need to stop this and mm. have a look. And is it a resource issue? Is it a productivity? Is it a capability issue? Mm. Is it the wrong person in the seat for the job? Mm. Um, lots to think about. But for me, that's not maybe flexible working. That's, that's managing your team. Managing your team, yeah. So that's really interesting. So what is it that the employers can legally expect of their, their employees when they're working from home or flexibly working? Good question. Um, what minefield to ask? How <laughs> long have we got? <laughs> How long have we got? I guess it's more in terms of what, what's expected from the employer to make sure that they are working within their duty of care, yeah. to make sure that they are not exceeding any working time regulations, yeah. um, to make sure that they are risk assessing those that are at home working mm -hmm. through health and safety, which is not my bag. Um, <laughs> and, ask <laughs> and, um, uh, but what, go back to your question again. I what suppose, what is it that we're, we're wanting, what do we legally, what mm -hmm. can we legally expect from people in terms of uh, the employers? Where, where does the yeah. responsibility lie? You mentioned it actually. Uh, things like risk assessing the, the house, you know, mm -hmm. providing the right kit, the right things, the right seats, the right desks. Absolutely. Are they legally bound to provide that? Is that part of the, is that part of the new laws that might come in? Maybe not to provide those items, um, but to make sure that they are equipped to do, to, do their work. to do their work at home and risk assess the, the you know is there a risk assessment level I know you uh, health and safety is not your bag no but absolutely um, from their environment to their equipment to yeah. all of that um, which is quite interesting because I'd love to know during Covid how many <laughs> organisations yeah. um, were able to do that because it was business survival mode it was oh, quickly really? get home here's a laptop yeah. have you got a desk have you got yeah. heard some Kind of horrific stories of people working in bedrooms so they were eating sleeping working right. um, in a bedroom yeah. and, and how is that adapted now but i guess that hopefully won't be the case now yeah. environments will be a bit better for working it's a real challenge for you there's so many different households so many different ways of working and people are comfortable in their own environment which might not be exactly what you would expect yeah, at, yeah, at work you know so there's a wee bit of not lack of control but I suppose finding a way to control that isn't it so that they so you can be comfortable knowing that people are working from home and then there's that duty of care, making sure that they're healthy and fit. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah, I suppose it's just understanding that. Where does that lie? And also from an employee's perspective, they also have a duty to keep in touch with their employer, to still be logging on at the times that they are meant to be working, okay. to still, yeah. and that's the, that's the bit that's going to be a bit more tricky, maybe, where um, the communication needs to be very much two-way. So, Although they're at home, it, it doesn't matter. There's still as much communication. That's the challenge. Still as much communication as there would be in an office. It might have to adapt and be a bit different or maybe be a wee bit more digital. Um, but yeah. there still has to be the communication both ways or it's, it's never going to work. Okay. So, flexible working. Is it here to stay or do you think we're going to revert back to everybody in the office? Come on, get back in. It's, oh, it's a difficult one. Some people have. Some people are what's next. Yeah. So it is really, really difficult because each business needs to do its own thing and assess yeah. its own thing. Um, it would be great to see we moved through 
flexible working probably 10 years more in the future. <laughs> so it would be lovely. I guess we'll not be going at that pace, but it will be what next for a lot of businesses and taking it to the next step. Others might revert back because yeah. it's maybe not working or they've not quite got it or they've not got the right people in place. So they have to revert back. Just keep evolving, keep developing. With keep that. it, keep yeah. it going. Absolutely, work is what you do, not where you work. So, I guess that's the takeaway. What, what <laughs> does that? What does that mean? Yeah, perfect. So, Natalie, um, flexible working. What are our kind of top three takeaways from from that chat? Treat everyone as an individual. Yeah. Sometimes, obviously, a business must say, right, everyone in the office mm. for three days, etc. But you're going to get the most out of people by treating them as an individual, find out what they need, what mm. floats their boat, how they work best, mm. and try and adapt. That is a big task. Okay. I, I appreciate that. That is a really big that's task, okay. but that's how we're working with some of our clients on that. Oh, yeah. Second top tip would yeah. be stay, keep updated. Oh, yeah. It is forever moving. Oh. The changes are looming. The changes have been concluded, but haven't yet been um, brought into so effect. So not implemented yet? Right? Not yet. Watch this space yeah. for 2023, there will be at some point, and then it will become that day one right. right. Okay. And two, two requests, mm -hmm. not a right, remember, two requests in the 12 requests, months, yeah. and there is a three-month period at the moment for someone's request from start to finish, including an appeal. That will go down to two months now. Right. So an employer will have the so duty to respond and to get something in place within two months. Okay. So okay. that, that's another change and that would this will be coming at some point mm -hmm. when we're ready to go, but just be, be ready. So be mindful of that. Yeah. Have a look at your policy and make sure that's adapted for these okay. changes as well. And our top tip number three is just to bear in mind that the best thing, work is what you do. It's not the location anymore. I like that. Good. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review. And if you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. And if there are any topics you'd like us to discuss, just get in touch.